Hey everybody, this is Steve Hutto with Harvest Celebration Ministries. Thank you for stopping by and check out my podcast. I just want to speak some words of encouragement to you uh, today. You know, there's a lot going on in the world, and um, it's easy to be distracted by the things that uh, we see and hear, um, you know, happening around the world and in our government, at home. Um, and you know, the enemy's ploy is to get the people of God to get their focus off of Jesus. Because you see, when we're focused on Jesus, we're focused on who really matters. We're focused on not only the creator of the universe, but the one who, the Hebrew says, upholds the worlds by the word of his power. So Jesus. You know, when God sent Jesus, John 3.16 says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. You see, that scripture says that God so loved the world that he gave Jesus. So Jesus is the expression of God's love, God's grace and his mercy. And so when we focus on Jesus, we're focusing on the love of God. And we're focusing on that agape love that the Scripture says is the love of choice, unconditional love, the Scripture says. And so I just want to encourage you in the midst of all this, focus on Jesus. There's so much division in our nation now. And, you know, when you focus on Jesus, listen to me. This is the truth. If you're a follower of Jesus, because you're born again of the Spirit of God and you follow hard after Him every day, then you're focusing on Him and you're walking in His, His love. Now, when you do that, because many of us have been distracted by our political platforms and the divisions and, and the crazy things, uh, just you know, overt things that are going on, uh, by some of the parties in our government that just basically say, we don't care, we want what we want, so we're going to do whatever is necessary, right or wrong. I mean, this is crazy. All of that stuff's going on, but when you focus on Jesus, listen to me carefully, those things take a lesser priority. Therefore, the division lessens. And I'm saying this to the church, to born-again believers, because we need to unify and pray. There is too much division in the church, in the body of Christ, among believers. There's the, the division of political preference, and there's a division of theological preference and differences. There's a division, yes, even of race and creed. But you know, the scripture says when you focus on Jesus, those things blend into the love of Jesus and take a lesser priority than having to set things straight politically. Because when you focus on Jesus and God moves as a result of that, hearts in people begin to change. They begin to change from the inside out. That's what happens. And what, what I see, and it's very, very clear to see, that's happening in the body of Christ, is that we're becoming divided over all the stuff that's going on. And instead of seeking first the kingdom of God and His righteousness 
as Matthew 6.33 says, we're getting all caught up in what we believe and what we prefer, and we become dogmatic about it to the point of even being in... in well, it's, disagreement is not necessarily the worst thing, but it leads to division. And without unity, you know, Jesus said a house or a kingdom will fall. But if there's unity, it will stand. And you see, let me just go ahead and say this. What our nation needs right now more than anything, really what the world needs is love, sweet love, right? But really, what the world needs and what our nation's nation needs is more of Jesus. What the body of Christ needs is less politics. I'm not saying you shouldn't be involved in politics, but Jesus, whom the government rests upon his shoulders, should be the first priority. We should be on our faces before the king praying in behalf of our nation. We should be on our faces because that's seeking first the kingdom, praying for those who seem to be our enemies, but they're really not our enemies. Paul said in the book of Ephesians, and I believe it's chapter 6, that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. That's not where the real battle is. The real battle is in the heavens, in the heavenlies in the spiritual realm where there's spiritual wickedness and darkness in high places. You see, and I'm not saying this simply because we need to go to war. I'm saying this is because we need to seek first Jesus. We need to seek Jesus. You know, that person that is your enemy or seems to be your enemy because you have a different political preference or because they don't believe in what you believe theologically, and, and, and we know deep down they're not really our enemies, but that, that person you treat like your enemy or you think of as an enemy is really your brother or sister in Christ. They're, they're really a part of the same family of God that you're a part of. And when we seek first the kingdom of God, those things that separate us, listen carefully, they take a lesser importance in our life. And that's what's wrong in our nation. I can speak for the United States of America. That's what's wrong in our nation above all, is that we are divided in the church. Nothing can stop the unity of the church. Nothing can stop a unified church. But let me tell you what will stop it in its tracks, its effectiveness, its impact on our world, is when we are divided when we are divided. You know, the scripture says, love is the perfect bond of unity. If we're not unified, if a husband and wife, for instance, are not in unity, not uniformity, but unity, if they're, if they're not walking in harmony, even though they can disagree to disagree, then they're not walking in love. And that's what we, the church, need to do because that's what America needs more than anything else is for the church to be walking in love. Whether it's blue or red, if we are not unified, we're not going to impact. What will change America is when God moves through His people and as a result of His people, maybe they disagree politically, but they agree on the most important thing. And that is that Jesus Christ is Lord, that we are brothers and sisters in Christ. And through that, we find a way to unify. 
We find a way. Okay, so your brother or sister in Christ doesn't believe like you do, and maybe they embrace some things from a political party that literally oppose the Word of God. That's a dangerous thing. But are you on your face before God praying for them? Are you fasting and praying for our nation and for those in leadership over our nation? You know, there are people that love the current administration and there are people that, that literally hate the previous administration. Well, how much did you pray for the previous administration and how much are you praying for those people that were involved in that now? And how much are you praying for the, the current, the present administration? Because that's where the answer lies, my friend. If we don't unify as a church, then we're not going to make an impact on our nation and our nation is not going to keep... As a matter of fact, our nation will not stand. It will not stand. Again, Jesus said, a house or a kingdom uh, divided will fall, but a house or a kingdom united will stand. It might not have been in that order, but it's the same thing. We need to be unified. We need to understand that our enemies are not of the flesh. They're of the spirit realm. And when we put Jesus first... When we hunger and thirst for His righteousness, we shall be filled with that righteousness. When we hunger and thirst for the righteousness of the the nation of the United States of America, then the nation of the United States of America will be filled with that righteousness. When we seek first His kingdom and His righteousness in behalf of our nation and put aside our petty differences... You know, I know that's hard to do, but if we do that and put our trust in Jesus, then Jesus brings unity. You know, Paul writes about the Jews and the Gentiles, how Jesus came and through the cross and and His grace and mercy broke down the barrier of the dividing wall. Look, if Jesus breaks down the, the barrier of the dividing wall between Jew and Gentile, He can do it between Democrat-Republican, you know, in the church. I'm talking about within the church. He can do it. And Paul said it doesn't matter whether you're Jew or Gentile, Jew or Greek, male or female, bond or free. You know, Jesus is all that matters. Jesus is, is our destination. Jesus is our present. He is our, he is our home. You know, Jesus is who it is all about. It is whom he is all about. And I want to encourage you, lay aside your differences long enough to seek the face of Almighty God. Lay aside your differences and pray. Find someone who is a follower of Christ regardless of what their political preference is and and regardless of how dogmatic they may be. And if they're a believer, and then get them to pray with you. If you are born again, If you claim to be born again, and if you are really born again of the Spirit of God, regenerated by the Spirit of God, then you're a follower and and you're following after Jesus, then you have grounds to agree. Jesus said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am. He said, where any two of you shall agree on anything on earth, or about anything on earth, Anything they may ask, Jesus said, it's going to be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. And we need to agree. 
So, you can't agree on your political preference, right? Agree on this, that you're brothers and sisters in Christ. That the same Jesus that died for you died for them. That the same blood that Jesus poured out, He poured out for them. That the same blood that Jesus poured out for the sinner and those who have yet to receive Him and act like sinners, it's the same blood that that cleanses you too. So let me encourage you, my friend. Be strong in the Lord by seeking first His kingdom and His righteousness. Be strong in the Lord by unifying, understanding that we have to unify. And listen, with everything said and done, as important as America is to me, I served in the military, and I am American to the bone. And and, and let me tell you, I, I am patriotic. I, am, I mean, when, when I hear taps played... I just bawl like a baby. My wife can tell you that. I am an American to the bone. And I believe that America needs to return to greatness only so she can continue to bless the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's primo. That's the prime reason why God established this nation is so that we could be a light to the world, shining the light of Jesus Christ. And I said all that to simply say this as I close. That's what it's all about. We can be involved in politics. We must be involved in politics. We, 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 there must be leaders that embrace Jesus as their Lord and, and that embrace the principles of the kingdom of God and moral standards and, and that pray and, and that allow the church to blossom and flourish and, and take the gospel to the rest of the world. You know, that's why politics is important. You see, but beyond all of the politics, it is all about Jesus for America. It's all about Jesus for you individually. It's all about Jesus for the world. And God has blessed our nation over the years for the very fact, not because we have a strong military. We have a strong military because God has blessed our nation. God has not blessed America so that we could be a financial leader in the world. All of that are byproducts of the fact that God has blessed America because we have taken the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world. And the church must unify because we stand to lose that in the next election. And it's not about the election first. It's about seeking first the kingdom of God. It's about understanding why our nation has been blessed and why we can see the blessings slipping away. Our nation has been favored and why we can see the blessings or the favor slipping away. It's all about the fact that America eagerly helped other nations with any type of aid because we were founded on the the principles of the kingdom of God. And above that, they took the gospel of Jesus Christ and the kingdom of God to the nations of the world. That must continue, and it only can continue when we understand that's what it's all about. That's why we're blessed. That's why we need unity. And when that happens, when we see that and we understand that and act accordingly, then we will see the walls begin to come down. We will see the Spirit of God and glory begin to fall in Washington, D.C., and in our state governments, and in our homes, in our nation like never before. All right, I just said what I wanted to say. Thank you for listening. You have a wonderfully blessed day. Thanks for checking out my my podcast. God bless you.